This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Oliver Kemp. Thank you for downloading this podcast on Friday the 19th of February. Hope you're doing okay and looking forward to a pretty warm weekend after all of that snow we had just over a week ago. How time flies. Our top story today, 12 people have been arrested following police raids in Kent and London tackling the exploitation of sex workers. Officers have searched eight properties in areas including Canterbury, Maidstone and Woolwich this week. Three people from London have now been charged with controlling prostitution for gain and acquiring criminal property. Police say four women have also been safeguarded. You can see the body cam footage of police storming a property in connection with the investigation at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online News. Now on to coronavirus news and as we wait for Boris Johnson's roadmap out of lockdown on Monday, Kent's Director of Public Health has told Kent Online it's too soon for us to start easing restrictions. Latest figures show coronavirus infection rates in many parts of the county are below the national average and dropping quickly. But Andrew Scott Clark says that doesn't mean we're ready to relax the rules. If you were to say to me right at this point, would we be unlocking now? I would say no. Our rates are still too high to be confident that we could keep those rates down really low. But let's be driven by the data and just see where we get to in the next couple of weeks. But really welcome to see a roadmap coming of how we might get out of lockdown. You know, we know we need to get out of lockdown. We know we have to get the economy going. We know we have to get children back to school. And my suspicion is that this will be a slow unlocking. So we know once people start mixing, we've seen in the period before lockdown, before Christmas, and particularly before schools broke up, that we could see a lot of association of cases with secondary schools or primary schools. Education is really important and we have to get our children back to school. But quite how we do that and how we do that safely is, I guess, a matter for what we see in the roadmap published next week. He's previously told us he'd like to see cases drop to below 25 per 100,000 people before businesses reopen. The closest area to achieving that is currently Tunbridge and Malling, where there are 42. The number of coronavirus patients in Kent's hospitals has now dropped below the peak of the first wave. Latest NHS data shows there are now 440 people being treated with the virus in the county, the first time since November that the total has fallen below last April's peak of 534. Meanwhile, a foster carer in Medway says she doesn't feel at all safe because she's no longer classed as a critical worker. It means that she and others like her will be lower down on the priority list for COVID-19 vaccinations and any of her foster children are able to meet their biological families without social distancing. Emma Gallagher's from Twiddle and told us more. We wear masks as we go into the contact centre but once I leave and the parents are in the room with the child and the supervising worker. The masks are removed so they can communicate effectively with their children. NHS Kent and the Medway Clinical Commissioning Group have now confirmed foster carers are not considered eligible at the moment unless they're classed as clinically extremely vulnerable or care for someone who is. They say they are following government guidance on who is currently eligible. You can see the full video of Emma talking about this at kmtv.co.uk. 
Amazon has confirmed it's set to open one of the largest warehouses in Europe right here in Kent. The £205 million mega shed will be based at the site of the decommissioned Littlebrook power station in Dartford. Once work is completed in August, the four-storey facility will be the size of 30 football pitches. It's expected to create at least 400 jobs. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks. Now, grassroots sports clubs have really struggled throughout the pandemic. Restrictions have halted many training sessions and games and have effectively stifled income for those who are running them. But help is on the way. A fundraiser has been set up by the Sports Business Club, which has the backing of professional stars, including ex-Arsenal player Eduardo Da Silva. So far, they've handed out £28,000 and are hoping to get another £10,000. Founder David Jueno has been telling us what's on offer. This fund is going to be used in football, rugby, cricket, hockey, any sport you can think of, men and women, and clubs can apply to us to reduce the bills of running their club and developing free mental health and education services for its players across the UK. The mental health of people that participate in sport, when they get away from their bills and their, their everyday life for a couple of hours and get out and you know do something constructive and productive and, and obviously healthy, that's another concern that a lot of people have had over this time. The pack has every service it takes to run a sports club across the UK, from physios, coaching, all the way up to the, the accountancy side, the legal side. There are still a lot of success stories that come from playing semi-pro, amateur and grassroots sport. Worcester Warriors ladies rugby player Taz Bricknell is also one of the pros backing the idea. She's told KMFM why the fundraiser is important to her. I was playing rugby from the age of four and a half um, at Sheppey RFC. And yeah, that's where I started playing and I played there till I was 12 years old. Grassroots sports is definitely where where it starts for most athletes. If the community can really get behind it and to help really push this event forward, that's really close to my heart personally. And then that could be the difference between us having the best team, future England stars, teams in the world, and unfortunately people missing out on those opportunities. In other news, a Chatham dad has launched a one-man mission to protect against the abuse of supermarket workers. John Lawrence had been demonstrating outside the town's Asda. He says staff are being targeted for simply asking customers to follow guidelines like wearing a mask. But he's also accused the supermarket of not doing enough. What I'm here for today, there's so much uh, attention being made to the national health, the teachers, the police, the ambulance and doctors and nurses. But... As the uh, supermarkets are also frontline, and I don't think there's enough being done and said. On the first lockdown, uh, supermarket only let one or two people going in from the family, but now they let whole families going in. That mother, father, kids, so sometimes the grandparents are going in. And there's too many people in the stores and not enough being done. And there's too much abuse and uh, going on in the stores with the, with the people on the checkout and customers not wearing a mask and not pulling it up. And I hear about it, I, got, I go to other supermarkets, I'm making my business to find out, and I'm making my business to do something about it. And as the spokesperson has said, they have security colleagues and COVID safety marshals at their stores to remind people to follow the rules. Kent Online News. A couple more of today's top stories before we talk football. Residents of a Rochester village are claiming they've been lied to over the proposed layout of new roads. People who live in Wainscott say they received a booklet in December showing a road linking up to others around the bypass there. 
But in a similar online document, the road is in fact an overbridge, something people fear would be an eyesore, enable more noise and pollution, and lower the value of their properties. Medway Council has said the public has an opportunity to give their feedback. A consultation is open until the 7th of March. A car's crashed after being chased by police near Hearn Bay. It collided with another vehicle after failing to stop for officers in Margate Road in Broomfield last night. Those inside the car then ran off before a 31-year-old man was arrested following a search involving the police helicopter. He's being questioned on suspicion of theft of a motor vehicle. And at kentonline.co.uk, you can see pictures of some of Kent's attractions which are sat empty during lockdown. Places like the Orchard Theatre in Dartford, Chatham's historic dockyard and Leeds Castle near Maidstone are waiting to be able to reopen when restrictions are lifted. Wildlife parks like Port Lim near Hythe are also having to cope without visitors. Football now, and Gillingham will be hoping to avoid back-to-back defeats at Priestfield when they host Bristol Rovers this weekend. Despite taking the lead, the Jills went on to lose 3-1 against Peterborough on Tuesday and slipped to 15th in the League One table. Tomorrow's opposition are three places below them and managerless, but midfielder and skipper Carl Dempsey isn't taking Bristol lightly. I think for us it's a learning curve. I think we've now seen it with Lincoln and, and Peterborough. Once you switch off for little moments in the game you get punished against the top sides um but like I say we dust ourselves off um and we sort of just focus on the positives of that game um the, the way in which we were moving the ball um the, the way in which we were dominating in large periods of the game and we take that into Bristol on the weekend we're going into the game we know it's going to be a really tough battle um for sure and we've just got to sort of concentrate on our own game plan implement that um implement our style of play and and hopefully um, that takes care of business. I think um, we touched on it today in a, in a little meeting um, of sort of indiv- individual errors. It's sort of um, costing us at the moment. I think um, you see them from sort of the goals that we've conceded in, in the past. Um, we, we're never really getting carved open as a team. Um, it's just one or two moments leading up to the goals which um, are getting us punished. Uh, I think um, at, at the moment we're in sort of a good uh, mindset. We're going every game thinking that we're going to get two and three goals um, and it's just sort of cutting them sort of silly mistakes out and not following a mistake with a mistake because uh, as you can see that um, you do get punished. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. But you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.